In visions of the dark night, I have dreamt of joy departed, but a waking dream of life and light hath left me broken-hearted. Ah, what is not a dream by day to him whose eyes are cast? On things around him with a ray turned back upon the past. That holy dream, that holy dream, whilst all the world were chiding, hath cheered me like a lovely being, a lonely spirit guiding. What though that light throw storm and night so terrible from afar, what could be more purely bright in truth's day star? Now, I doubt I'm going to start off each of the rest of these with a poem, but that's just one of my favorites. That was A Dream by Edgar Allan Poe, and I love it, so I thought I'd read it. Plus, it just reminds all of us, everything serves the beam. Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of Hindsightless. I am Joe Richter, and this is day 16 of RPG A Day 2019. The word for today is dream. To sleep, perchance to dream. Obstensibly, this episode is about dreams, and I'm going to talk about dreams, but at the end of this episode, I'm going to be talking more about The Dark Tower, thanks to the amazing voicemails that Dave Aldrich of Deeper Suntile left. Um, so let's, let's get into the dreamlands. Uh, so basically, I love using dreams in role-playing games, and I'm sure that's what a bunch of y'all are talking about today for this topic, so I figure I'll just join the train. Um, I just think they're a great tool to give information to players that they may have missed. They're also a great tool for the GM to, you know, kind of let loose a little bit, to explore. You don't have to be so timid. Um, I personally, I, I'm not a killer GM. I don't love it when my players die, but if they're in a dream, oh, I can murder the shit out of them and not even sweat it. Uh, I can also make awesome things happen for their characters in dreams that don't have to be reflected in the quote unquote real world of the game. So, you know, I just love them. I use them a lot. I try not to use them too much, but you know, anytime my players, their characters, whenever their characters are falling asleep, they know that something crazy might happen. And I just, I just think it's super fun and liberating. And so, yeah, I don't know. Use, uh, use dreams. All right. That's what I got to say about dreams. Now, Let's get into talking more about the Dark Tower, because Dave has got a lot of really awesome stuff to say. All right, let's hit it. Hey, Joe. If I remember properly from my youthful obsession with the Dark Tower, the Rose is in some kind of abandoned lot somewhere in the end. New York, maybe. Not exactly sure where. My memory's hazy. But, uh, yeah... Dave, my friend, your memory may be hazy, but it is spot on. The Rose is indeed in an abandoned lot in New York City, and it is in danger. Joe, again, such a cool episode. 
The dark tower is in all my games, man. The tower is always there. The beam is always there. And the rambling man, the walking dude, is always there. The man in black. Hey, Dave. I am so, so glad you liked the episode. And I'm even more glad that you love the Dark Tower books seemingly as much as I do. Uh, I love to throw them in my game. Um, You know, little hints and pieces and flavors from the books. And yeah, man, Randall Flagg, the walking dude, get out of his way. He is one bad mamma jamma. Hey, Joe, sorry, I haven't even listened to the end yet. I keep wanting to say something, but the ending's amazing. I haven't read anything else that's ended like that. Um, I'm not going to spoil it either, but honestly, when I realised realized that The Dark Tower you know, wasn't just this amazing series, but it stood at the centre of the whole of Stephen King's kind of writing universe and I had to go back and I hadn't really been into the horror before then but I had to go back and find everything else and find all the traces and they were everywhere oh it was amazing um I'm still reading I'm still going back through finding bits I only read Needful Things quite recently and that's a dark tower novel through and through it's amazing but uh yeah and he finished it I mean, all these other big series, Game of Thrones, we're still waiting for the end. These big epics, people don't know how to finish them. He did it, uh, so I admire him for that. I can't tell you how much I love talking about this, Dave. Uh, The fact that this series encompasses so much of Stephen King's works is just amazing. I will have to check out Needful Things again, because I read that probably when I was, I don't know, maybe 13 years old, and I haven't read it since. So it's been a few decades, man. So I will definitely give that one another check. Uh, If you've never checked out Insomnia, that's an awesome book. I love it. It ties in really closely to the Dark Tower series. Also, um, um, what is it? The Talisman. The Talisman, and then its sequel that came out later, called Black House. Uh, They're written with Peter Straub, so it's Stephen King and Peter Straub writing together, and those two are amazing with some serious tie-ins to the Tower series. So my favorite is number four, Wizard and Glass. Uh, I picked up the first three. Well, he wrote the first three, didn't he? And then he didn't do anything for, um, I don't know, maybe a decade. And I I loved them for a while. They were the only Stephen King I'd read. I was heartbroken that they just kind of ended up in the air. Um, And there was a promise of more. And then you waited and there never was more. And then number four, Wizard and Glass comes out. Um, The beautiful way it's framed. So pretty much the whole story is a... It's a story within a story and a reminiscence of Roland's past, which is a Western, which is awesome. And then you get the the little indications, the references to the stand, I think, and Captain Trips, and you realise there there is something bigger going on here. Amazing. I love it. Uh, And a heartbreaking story. I mean, Wizard and Glass, that story. Ah. I love Wizard and Glass. Um... Like I said in the episode, The Wastelands is probably my favorite for nostalgic reasons because it was the last book I was a- ever able to physically read. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, the tied with that is Wizard and Glass because like you, that story, it's, it's heart-wrenching. It destroys me every time. 
I, I love it so much. Um, but yeah, like you're, you're talking about how there was a huge gap between those books. You know, there was a massive gap uh, in which he got almost killed. He got hit by a van uh, while he was out on a walk, as you probably have read about in the, you know, you know where you might have read about that. I don't want to say, but um, yeah, he almost died. He got hit by a van. So that definitely took up some time. Plus he said he just lost the story, but he was getting death threats over that course about needing to get back to the story. So I, I actually went away from reading when I lost the, my ability to physically read. I, I, I shied away. I wasn't ready or mature enough or willing to accept audiobooks. And so by the time I came back to the series after the third one, all of them were already, all the rest of the series was already released. So I got to just plow through it. And yeah, man, I just love that you love these books seemingly as much as I do. It's awesome. The low men in yellow coats. Low men in yellow coats, man. Oh, that still makes me shudder. The low men are terrible with their flashy colored suits and long coats and crazy ass big cars uh, and their skin seeming to pull away from their bodies and things moving underneath. Oh, dude, they're nasty. You know who else are badass, though, are the, is it the grandfathers? The fathers? I forget exactly what they're called. But those things are nasty, too. Hey, Joe, it's Laren. As much as I want your undying respect, I don't know the answer to your mystery. I look forward to hearing it when someone solves it. I wanted to let you know that I love the way you started that episode. Your readings were quite engaging. Thank you. Hey, <laughs> thanks so much. I'm super glad that you liked the poems. Uh, you know, I started this episode off with another one. I hope you find it as engaging. Um, you know, I don't know. These are just some poems that I really love that fit the, fit the theme, so I threw them in there. And as far as solving the mystery goes, there's there's not too much of a mystery. I kind of I actually kind of screwed up. So only <laughs> so I'll, I'll just explain it here. Um, the last the last line arose a key and unfound door comes from the Dark Tower series, and that line was inspired by that Thomas Wolfe poem, "Look Homeward, Angel," where he changed uh, uh, stone a leaf an unfound door into a rose a key an unfound door so that's that's really the only mystery the third one the second poem sorry that i put in there i just i loved it and it had to do with roses and it had to do with doors so i thought it fit but that's the mystery and you do have my undying respect Laren. you're you're just out here being awesome Well, all right. That was it. That was my episode on dreams, which was more of an episode about how awesome the Dark Tower series is. So if you've never read it, go go do that. Like just right now. They're all available on audio, physical book, however you want it. They're there. Go check them out. Uh, thanks to Dave and Liren for calling in. 
y'all just keep it going and I really appreciate it every time uh also I'm trying something new I got a notification about some sort of sponsorship thing so there's a new little button that says add sponsored segment so I threw it at the end I don't know what the hell it's gonna do uh it might just be that thing where you know this is an anchor whatever we'll see how it works and if it's super lame I'm never gonna do it again but you know money's money I guess all right everybody well I'll catch you tomorrow and peace out you know after second thought I just took that sponsored part off I don't know I feel weird about it I don't know exactly what it does so maybe I'll look into it some more but I just I I didn't put it in there so anyway y'all peace out